welcome to the Deeper Dive podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our own reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is a part of Calvary's Daily Connection, a place where Calvary shares something new each day to help you grow in faith. So we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org slash dailyconnection. Well, today on the podcast, uh, we're, we're, we're down one uh, this morning. Uh, Debbie's still out uh, recovering uh, with uh, her recent uh, knee replacement surgery, so we hope that's all going well, and it sounds like she's doing, doing yeah, well. Yeah, she's doing good. Um, the last couple of days, she's really started to feel better. That's good. So, yeah. So just Randy and I today, and uh, we're following up on the last part of our, our Jonah series here, so... Uh, this is kind of a, an unusual recording situation for us, not just because we're down one person, but also we're recording this right after uh, the sermon on Sunday. So this is uh, right after the third service, and uh, it'll be fun, as, yeah. as usual. Yeah. Well, what, what kinds of things, Randy, um, do you want to hit today in terms of uh, this text? I think um, I've I got a couple of more notes here that I did not get to in any of the services mm-hmm. this morning that might be helpful. Um. I, I I just find it interesting over the years, and I've been in the church all of my life, and so that's 60 plus years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I've ever heard anybody preach on the whole book of Jonah before, hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. Um, we learned about it in Bible school or Sunday school about Jonah and the whale, and we've missed, I think, the depth of what's in the book of Jonah. Right. Um, I wish, and again, it's it's not there, so it's not there, but I wish we could have had a bit more um, at from from Jonah chapter four, other than where it just stopped. Yeah, and um, I have not had time to go back and and do some some uh, literary criticism work of why that happened or what they think mm-hmm. where it might have been written if it was or how it was written that that would have ended so abruptly. But I find that sure. fascinating because most of the other books have at least some sense of conclusion are continuation and Jonah just kind of ends. Yeah, there's no there's no resolution uh, to it all at all. There just seems to be this uh, kind of not a cliffhanger necessarily, but for in comparison to the rest of scripture kind of mm-hmm. an unsatisfying ending to the to the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um what it does say to me though is that uh to be ever so careful uh, not to not to put uh, what I want or desire above what God wants or desires, right. uh, and that that ought to uh, hopefully we catch that warning in there someplace. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm concerned that God's going to zap me or going to zap Jonah or anybody else, but man, I I just think Jonah he just missed the joy of 120,000 people getting their hearts right from another nation, totally completely evil ugly people get right. into their hearts right and he right. missed that yeah and uh I, i'm sad for him for that right know. right yeah um, yeah and as you know as we talked about a, a couple of weeks ago i mean these are the 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 fear of these people was probably a very deep-seated fear um within him but um he, he almost seems more disappointed about god not punishing uh, mm-hmm. them than that they even get off. Like there's a, a, a really almost a vindictive streak in him uh, right. that that's certainly unhealthy, but uh, kind of strange to see in Scripture. We don't see it a lot in other places. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how far we want to go down this road because I uh, 
I see that some of this going on right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in this country, right. uh, and that that disturbs me. Yeah, that um, one's loyalty to a nationality, and I say that in in some quotes, mm-hmm. would be so strong that it would almost breed that level of hatred. Right. Um, and um, I'm I'm sad about that. Because that's being played out right now in our own country and in our own land. Sure. And um, being played out by some folks that I would probably say my people, I don't know. Um, yeah, it seems that the, the, no matter what your the flavor of politics, it seems like people are dabbling in, in that from, from all sides. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that kind of uh, language and dialogue and uh, it... it yeah, it's just unfortunate. And the sad thing is, it's happening in the church, right? Which it almost seems like the gospels become the volleyball, back and forth, and back and forth, yeah. and back and forth. And all it's doing is damaging those folks who have not yet found that relationship. Ninevites all over. <laughs> right. It's just damaging the witness to them. And sure. um, I could go down that road a ways, probably, but I might get in trouble. So I just, it just. Sure. But I've thought about that yeah. as I've read through Jonah and I and I listen to this stuff uh, and read about the stuff that's going on in this country and I'm mm. I'm thinking there is there is a healthiness to be being proud to be an American, but at some point there's an unhealthiness um, when we begin to worship that higher than we 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 worship our God. Sure. And so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. I, there's a couple thoughts I had that I um, I never got to in, in any mm-hmm. of the services this morning. Now, one of the dangers I think that um, that we have to be careful of, and I touched on it for just a moment. And again, trying not to be judgmental, but trying to learn so I can prevent. Uh, there is a, a level of arrogance, a, a spirit of arrogance in Jonah mm-hmm. uh, at several different levels. One that he knew better than God knew. Uh, and two, certainly that he was better than other people were. Right. Um, and that um, that disturbs me. Again, I could I could probably go down a, uh, another road of what where we are right now in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's been prevalent within the church for years uh, that we're better than others, yeah. uh, and lose sight of this that we are all just simply sinners who've been saved by grace and nothing more, nothing less. So I don't know. Right. Tied in with that is that whole arrogance of entitlement. Um, I've been trying and trying to get into the mind of Jonah, but there's just not enough there to get deeply into his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but entitled, entitlement, as, as I've looked at, at, at his journey in this thing, said that my disobedience... I'm entitled to my my dislike of what you're wanting to do, God. My distaste, uh, and I'm entitled to that. Um, of course, I have this whole entitlement thing that's a burr under my saddle about a whole bunch of stuff. So, right, um, yeah, he he seems very disappointed um, with uh, God's justice in this sense. Like uh, he he walks in the door with a 
with a sort of malformed sense of God's justice, mm-hmm. where the Ninevites have been doing evil against Israel, and so my job is to go tell them that they're going to be destroyed, and then, God, you destroy them, mm-hmm. because that's the deal that we made. And then when God decides not to destroy them, uh, he has this sense of, I knew you would do this. I knew you would back down on what you said you were going to do. So, yeah, there's a real kind of arrogance in there in the sense that that Jonah is more of an expert on justice than God is. And that always goes poorly, mm-hmm. you know, when you take that to court. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's this... There's this kind of, uh, I think, very interesting echoing between, uh, you know, Jonah's one of the prophets, but the wisdom literature uh, of the Bible, things like Job, um, things like um, Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, where, um, you know, wisdom kind of gets put on trial, and mm-hmm. so justice gets put on trial here mm-hmm. as well. And I think that's where that that fun story of the of the plant comes in, right? right. Everybody's like, "What do you do with the plant?" You know, at the end of the story, there we made some fun jokes in worship planning. You know, what are we going to do with this plant yeah. thing here? But we I, didn't do anything with it. We didn't do anything with it. But I think that plant is is there to kind of echo a kind of a, a Job situation mm-hmm. where um, God says, "You know what? Justice is mine to decide mm-hmm. when when it gets meted out, how it gets meted out." And this plant is a great example of that. You're here, you know, whining about this plant. Did you do anything to make mm-hmm. this plant happen? Nope, you didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't make it grow. You didn't even tend it when, right. when you could have. And so it comes and it goes, and it's it's totally God's deal. And um, you know, justice is the same way. Uh, we get in our minds uh, these kinds of very thin views of of justice, of how the world works and when we should prosecute this and punish this and do this other thing. But God has something that's a little bit different in mind. Um, And uh, we have to learn to start to like that Mm -hmm. in some ways, even Mm -hmm. when it's our enemies. Right. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Right. It it gets also, it it, it flows over into our understanding of the sovereignty of God, Mm -hmm. um, which again is... uh, um, another long conversation discussion, or, or, or but I think about uh, I think Jonah knew God pretty well because he knew what he was going to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I sit back and I think, of course, again I'm reflecting, trying to learn for myself or what I can teach others about this. But I'm thinking, if we know God that well, then why would we continue down a path that Jonah went down? And what other areas might we be living in that are as oblivious to us as it was to Jonah? Right. That his yeah. disobedience was as grievous to God as all of the Ninevites' acts of sin were. Right, and yet uh, God still rescued him and said, uh, "Here, keep doing this. Keep mm-hmm. doing this thing." You know. It, you know, kind of the new. I always look at the the New Testament parallel um, of this sort of as in the story of the two brothers, or the prodigal son, mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. you know the story of the father. However, you want to label um, that uh, that parable. But you know, that parable at the end of it is really more about the discontent. You know, of the elder brother, of the right. oldest brother, who has been there the entire time and and has and knows what the father. Uh, does and and doesn't like it 
you know, because it's happening to someone else. And you get a sense and a flavor of that, you know, all the way back in this story, I think, as well, that Jonah doesn't like this because good things are happening to someone who he thinks doesn't deserve it. Right. And so that calls into account, again, you know, the idea of meritocracy and do we do we just deserve what, what we work for? Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just the way it is. And sometimes that's, that's hard to, to swallow, I think. You know? It reminds me of the story of the laborers, uh, those that were uh, offered a set amount early mm-hmm. in the morning yeah. and at noon yeah. and at the end of the day, and they all got the same set amount. Right. And uh, there was some unhappiness about that. Yep. Um, and it's that same kind of mm-hmm. it's that same kind of voice of God speaking that 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 comes in Job that comes in uh, Jonah that comes in the wisdom literature that says who are you mm-hmm. you know where were you at when I put this whole thing together you mm-hmm. don't know how this works at all you know isn't this my vineyard to do what I want with you know it's that yeah. kind of it's that kind of uh, whenever we think we've got it kind of all all figured out in terms of cause and effect. Um, God completely unravels that, yeah. you know, and that's, uh, yeah. it's fun in some ways, I think. It, you yeah. know, it is. If, if, you're, um, um, if, if your relationship with God is pretty good and strong and solid and, and vibrant, uh, you can step back and look at it with some interest from a growing perspective. Right. Uh, if your relationship is pretty strained, then it becomes, that's where the anger starts to rise in it. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, um, the other thing I thought is that this, the level of separation, uh, oftentimes the longer it's left, will bring a, a deeper level of anger and resentment. And um, I've I've thought about what happened to Jonah in the belly of the whale because what happened was not a completed work. It doesn't appear anyway no, that it was no. it, that repentance to get out of the fish that obedience at whatever level it was to go to the city of Nineveh. Um, it was not a completed because it came back again. Right. Uh, I don't know if, um, again, I don't know if he thought it would come back again or if he thought he had done what he needed to do or what that was about, but it man, it came back and it was almost uglier than it was the first time. Um, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So... I don't know. It's just I just I'm the more I study this book, the more I'm fascinated about it, and mm-hmm. would like to go back. Uh, several folks commented again walking out of worship this morning. They had never known anything else about Jonah other than the belly of the whale. Right. Right. Um, so if nothing else, we've stirred maybe some waters of thought. I think here. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I think it comes back also to. Um, thinking about Jonah and, and his journey. Uh, there's a verse of Scripture that says, uh, never let the sun go down on your anger. Right. Um, and uh, I think that Jonah did. I think he he tried to hide or bury his anger right. about the whole circumstance, even right. going to Nineveh. And it came back even multiplied and uglier than it was before. So anyway. But it's been a good study. I it think has. It's, yeah, uh, good. Uh, uh, 
push some things. And I'll be honest with you, I hadn't I hadn't thought much about Jonah for quite a while. Right. Um, it's kind of like Job. You you study Job, and then he sets for the next ten years. And right. You you try to remember a little bit in the circumstance, but mm-hmm. to get back deep into it is. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great a lot of great things um, in in the text itself. It's a it's a interestingly written book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's short, and so that's great. And so sometimes we think, oh well, you know, these short books they're they're really easy to understand, but not not necessarily. There's right. a lot of a lot of meat in there, a lot of turns, a lot of you know, it's almost a cautionary tale in some ways, and not this heroic rescue tale that we've kind of truncated mm-hmm. it to be. Um, and so, yeah, there's just a lot of wonderful things in there, I think, for um, people who, who really want to take a look at themselves and, and uh, do some, some real internal work, mm-hmm. um, because that, that's really what's happening in a lot of Jonah. And so I think it's, it's great that we took the time to, to walk through that and yeah. to get inside of that. I think that's going to be helpful. It raises, uh, for me, because we talk about the major prophets, and the major and the minor prophets are separated by title simply by the volume of work in the work. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. Jonah has been often uh, – well, Jonah is always included in that minor prophet, and that name mm-hmm. minor somehow is a misnomer yeah. in the sense of the value of what we can learn in there. So, yeah, shorter prophets maybe. Yeah, is a shorter prophets is a yeah. better word. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time for – lunch and probably some kind of nap experience mm-hmm. that sounds good <laughs> since it's a sunday afternoon well we're glad that um that you've joined us today and uh, we do want to keep the conversation and the discussion going so if you do have questions uh, about jonah or anything else that we've been talking about um please reach out to us you can do that through the calvary app or the website or um anyway the internet in general you'll you'll find us on there uh, somewhere we'd love to uh, keep that going with you And uh, next week, uh, we'll be back with a deeper dive into um, the concept of uh, suffering. So um, Pastor Lori Boltemeyer is going to be our guest preacher next week, and she's going to talk to us um, about that. So that'll be a great discussion. You won't want to miss that. And until then, grace and peace. Peace.